and you say you're listening to the Tom and Jack podcast. No, that I am. You're listening to the Tom and Jack podcast. Awful, awful. Shouldn't have bothered. You'll blow your ass off. Welcome to the Tom and Jack podcast. It's whatever time and date you're listening to it. Here on the show is me <laughs> with Tom. You know, oh, you, Tom. Can, you can deal with that enthusiasm dealing out of yourself. You're so unused to it. Uh, I felt bile rising from the very pit of my stomach oh, right good. up to my tonsils. So yeah, that's that's the cool sound of Jack Short you're hearing. Um, Whereabouts are your tonsils? Are they right at the back, back of your throat? throat? You can see them. Yeah. Actually, no, I told you look him on that. Go no, go on. No. <laughs> There you go. Disgusting. They <laughs> <laughs> all look covered in tar. No, not anymore. To quit, quit all that, aren't I? Like two f- small footballs covered in tarmac. Lovely. How did you not know where your tonsil? You seem like the type to have had them taken out at school. We went. No, he's not. Jack's not in today. He's having his tonsils out. I just thought. I thought they were more sort of closer to the roof of your mouth, but they're actually really far back, aren't they? In your throat, almost. Yeah. In a way. What's at the roof of your mouth then? Uh, several lumps. Oh. <laughs> Go to a doctor. <laughs> I have. They won't listen to me anymore. <laughs> they won't touch it with I, a barge pole. I go too often. Oh, how are you anyway? Are you alright? It's the only place I feel comfortable pulling my trousers down these days. Good. That's good. That's And yeah. here, obviously. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, well, thank you for that. I'm well. How are you? Yeah, you know, getting by. What's the matter? Nothing. What? You seem very drained. Is it your spa? Well, yeah, we'll get onto that. I went to a spa today, as you can see by my lightly greased hair. Yeah. I had a whale of a time. Lightly greased? Yeah. Well, I don't know. She said, do you want oil for your head massage? And I went, I don't know. A head massage? A head massage yeah. on your head. What does that involve? What do you mean? Massage your head? Right. You've got no imagination, do you? Right into your scalp. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, just, it, as far as I can tell, it just involves yanking your moist hair. Did they, did they have a small bucket or a bowl for collecting your dandruff? <laughs> no, they got that out before. <laughs> with a vac. Yeah. With a vax. Yeah, or one of the Nick combs. Do you remember them? I do remember them. Caught him. Nick ridden he is. Look I him. was for many years. <laughs> that was when I was sleeping in the sack. But we don't talk about that. Anyway, good week? No. <laughs> What's happened, mate? Yeah, it's been all right. Yeah? Bank holiday, innit? It's my first big boy bank holiday. I can't believe it. I know. You never had bank holidays off. No. Awful. How have you found it? I feel like I'm off for like a month now. It's incredible. We have four days in a row for nothing. Just for did... our Lord rising again or something out of an egg. I did... can't remember them. No, something like that. <laughs> something, so, like that. something about Jesus. It's like eggs, rabbits and Jesus. Jesus turned... The Holy Trinity. <laughs> Jesus turned something into chocolate and then it melted. Yeah, he turned I a don't... rabbit into chocolate and then the rabbit pushed <laughs> the stone from the thing. And that's oh, how Bourneville was and invented. That... <laughs> yeah. That is what they're trying to get across in those lint ads, but I don't. They haven't quite mastered it. That's a good point, actually. Those chocolatiers, or whatever they're called, they're like Jesus, bringing those chocolate bunnies to life. And then the bunny does a weird little wink at the child, like, "I'm coming oh, yeah. for you." And then it'll get eaten, and then it'll. I'd like to see an extended version of that, where it turns a bit into a horror film, and the little girls are asleep in bed at night, and the door just creaks open slowly. 
And it's a chocolate hit. And then the <laughs> well, I meant the bunny. Oh right, yeah. okay. And the bunny, you can just hear the dingling of the bell. Just that's fine. I'll write to them. I'm not sure. I don't have much power over them, but I'll try. Please, okay, if you could. Uh, right. What were we talking about? Oh, bank holiday. Know. The trick about bank holiday is when you work in the retail public kind of sector, you have to work them, and you think, God, I'm very jealous of everyone else that's off enjoying their bank holidays. But this is what I think bank holidays are a government conspiracy to keep us deflated anyway because they always they're always over much quicker than you'd like them to be and you get so elated at the idea of having it and the idea of having three days off or whatever it's fantastic and then by the time day three's over it's like you've had a normal weekend and you feel deflated from it and then you go back into the cycle are you taking your medication and that's how they keep you down I don't I you, you're not normally one for a conspiracy if, theory. If anyone, if either of us are oppressed by the government or the powers that be, it's you. Why is it me? <laughs> you're talking to me about IKEA lamps. I just char- tried to charge my phone in Tom's flat. No, not yeah, electricity. Yeah, I came, came downstairs and Jackie's taken my charger out of my uh, from under my, my pillowcase. My what? Plugged into the wall and yeah, just thinks, oh yeah, electric, whatever. Probably a couple of quid pounds. Don't worry about it. Tumble for the bill. <laughs> Jesus. Sound like my dad. <laughs> Do I? Good. <laughs> I hate him. I don't. No, he's alright. <laughs> it's a weird one, dads though, isn't it? It's, it's a weird one. I think we are, anthropologically speaking, meant to kill them. Well, Possibly. I'm not going to see that through, but I'll leave that up to you if you want to no, I don't see want, that. I don't want to, but if I have to, then I have to. <laughs> if nature bids me. I'll, I'll do an Oedipus. Fine. No, not the other bit. Ugh, disgusting. I didn't mean that, unless I really have to. But even then, no. No, let's forget it. No, I won't. I probably won't. Anyway. It's go- a good thing you moved out of home, isn't it? <laughs> Coming up on the pod. The court made me. Uh, <laughs> We've got, well, I'm sure, I, do, I can't speak for Jack, but I've got a thing that annoyed me this week. So do I. No. Shut up. <laughs> Get on with uh, it. I've also got, uh, well, I know you love the paranormal almost as much as me. So Maybe take, more so. We're going to take another dive into the world of the spooky wookie and see if the people what believe in ghosts are yeah right or not yeah right. Lovely. And then we might end with a bit of classical music. We, very we might. We might, you never know. We might die. We might die in a... Uh, flood flash flood we'll find out later on in the show <laughs> live on Radio Bista this is Systematic by Five Star again oh. that's classic there from Five Star one I'll never forget <laughs> Systematic I don't know I just like that it's nice you what? tend to say that after songs that you play I just like it Obviously, oh. you played it. Said so you can. You say about your noodly indie crap if you want. If you send me a list, I'll get it all downloaded. No, I'm all right. No. Uh no. I'd like me and Julio down by the schoolyard again, though. Oh, nice. we should have had that. We'll have it next week. Next week. I don't Why think next sure. week? Because <laughs> I've got right on that. Go on then. Tell us about your spa. Wait, no. Play a jingle. Why has this annoyed me so much this week? Loud in it. Oh. Yeah, I don't know what you. I don't. I don't understand who it's shooting. But never mind. <laughs> I think probably I'm the only one who, when I'm editing it with my headphones on, I'm the only one who ever gets done by it. I think you're the only one that finds it funny as well. Probably, yeah. I am well sorry done, for that. Mate. 
Knocking that was sorry. A sorry display. Shall I go? Yeah, go on. What's annoyed you this week? You? <laughs> no. No. Oh, no. No. Could I ever? No. no. I don't, so. don't test me. Oh. What do you mean, uh? Not everything's uh. Open your heart to something. Uh. Oh, your purple heart. Pardon? <laughs> go on. What annoyed you this week? What did week? you just say? Nothing. Purple heart. Uh. <laughs> I went to the pictures. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. My mum and dad still say that. Do oh, they? It's really sweet. Well, so my mum says the flicks. It's pretty the bad. The flicks? Isn't it? What? It's a bit gay. A bit gay. <laughs> well, that's good. Obviously, Jack's being facetious. We'd never be homophobic. <laughs> Not on this show. No. No. Ghostophobic, perhaps. Ooh, coming Para- up. Paraphobic. Paraphobic, yeah. Parasceptic. Sure. Go on. Paralytic. <laughs> oh, often. What? Uh, down at the pictures, watching a crap film. It was dreadful. Don't swear. Um, crap. That, he said it again. Uh, <laughs> I said that when I was when I was like seven at someone's house, and their parents told me off. Did that ever Ooh, happen to you? Yeah, horrible. The parents told me off. Oh, I didn't know how to react. Mm. Awful. Oh, it's just like having your soul grated. And I used to have a few mates who had dads on nights. Yeah, dads on nights. Yeah, creeping around yeah, the house. Yeah, yeah. Shh, dads on nights. Well, my dad used to work from home, and that was a bit of a don't disturb him. He was playing Quake or something. Doing <laughs> doing work. Quake? Yeah, do you remember that? <laughs> Terrible business. No, what was that? Did you have to play as a Quaker? No, it was like a rip-off. around of, collecting oats. It was like a rip-off to Doom, but it was actually better than Doom. Okay. So, there you go. Well, who's, who's the, the square? Idiot? Who's the square now, yeah. Dad. Uh, yeah, crap film I went to watch, and um, again. two women sat behind us just talking through the entire thing. That's always good, isn't it? I- idiot, kind of. Um, the film was about this woman who voluntarily commits herself to a mental asylum, and then a mental asylum. God, yeah, that's crazy. Know, that's double crazy. That I know, is. good that, isn't it? <laughs> Not and then, uh, she does that because there's a stalker after her, basically, mm. who's in love with her. Funnily enough, stalkers generally are. And um, well, I don't know. I've never had a stalker. You're probably the closest thing I've had to one. No, you've never had a stalker, but surely you've stalked before. I've been with you when you've done it. Who's that? I can't mention her name. Why not? Because <laughs> of the injunction. Uh, oh, very good. Very <laughs> droll. She's going to see me. She's going to see me. <laughs> Lift up your overcoat. Yeah, you would be wearing an overcoat, wouldn't you? you yeah, I was because you said we we're going out doing detective work, and no, we weren't. We were following a girl around a shopping centre. That's why Tom Great. wore his mask with a nose and a moustache on it. <laughs> oh, we were going to do that in the thing, weren't we? Don't spoil it. You're such a big baby. <laughs> Carry on. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it for everyone. <sighs> Sorry, comrades in Russia, if that's been spoiled for you. Uh, where was I? Stalker. Ends up getting to work at the hospital, oh. the mental asylum. Uh, <laughs> and he, crazy. you know, they're just pointing out the most obvious things to each other. Like, the stalker's already been on screen many times and it's established who he is. And then there's one bit where she, like, wakes up at night or something and the bloke's next to the bed. And they're leaning over to each other and there's a stalker. There's a stalker. A stalker. That's why it's called Doubt. That's him. That's him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but was it not a bad enough film that that was that made it a bit better? Uh, no, it didn't make it. It didn't enhance it at no. all. It just made me sad inside. So I've been watching her, and there was a bloke behind me who had clearly been dragged by. That's his her. Partner, and he, yeah, he just could not 
grasp it at all. It was like I, I don't know. It was like it's not a complicated to... film. No, I know, but it was like trying to get a, a chimpanzee. No, not her. Sorry, mother. That's what I mean. I knew it was a female pronoun. She was trying. Well, uh, uh, Never been too good with women. No. <laughs> even when it comes to grammar. Mother, girlfriend. Who cares? Let's call you the whole sick. thing off. Go on. No, let's talk more about you. No. And your mother. No. Your dear relationship with her. <clears throat> Go on. So that annoyed you. There were women behind you talking. Do you ever find yourself in her bedroom? Sorry? Hmm? Occasionally, if I need money. <laughs> uh. What do you mean, uh? uh it's sex oh, acts. Everything's uh. For money. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I said mean, the it's invoice. bad enough to have an Oedipus complex, but to prostitute your own mother. I sent the invoice sick. two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say that about my dear mother. Always to HMRC, it's all above board. <laughs> that is a registered charity. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so they they were annoying me. The two fat blokes behind me were annoying me because they were talking through the first five ten minutes of the film, and then walked out because they'd had enough of the aspect ratio. As if that's a reason to walk out of a film. Yeah, but at least they're gone. No one annoyed me. Do you know what True. I mean? Be worse if they stayed and moaned. They were very fat, and then also the. Uh, woman that what thought it would be a good idea to bring a newborn baby uh, yeah. down to the pictures to a, to a film about rape not yeah not, what? I didn't say it was about rape I thought he tries to rape her doesn't he uh, no oh. I think you've just dreamt that okay. and hoped that it happened oh don't say that is that why you've been salivating throughout this oh, whole thing oh shut up You're making disgusting. me out like a pervert the king yeah. of the perverts <laughs> you pervert. are the king of the perverts I'm merely the apprentice in this <laughs> you're coming on though you're coming on leaps and bounds yeah that really annoyed me it wasn't a movie for juniors no I know what yeah what was it a 15 yeah and it wasn't a 15 year old baby Yes, it was. And a big oh, nappy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know, you can't bring kids everywhere. It's like, oh. You'll be like that one day. No, won't. What, crying? <laughs> In the cinema. <laughs> uh, Being cradled. Yeah, I mean, by I, your wouldn't, own I wouldn't bring a kid to see a film about stalking necessarily. Do you, you think he. I think you would. Okay, well, no, I would then. This just in, I definitely would. There we go. See, if you just talk about it, mm. you just admit it, yeah. doesn't everything feel better now? So that's what annoyed you, is it? Women again? Yes. Women in any other form would annoy you. And sure. fat people. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah. You're smart. Do you want to know what annoyed me this week? Nah, skip okay, past then. it. Goodbye. Uh, this week, I went to a spa. In fact, today, this week. Can I go to the toilet while you talk about this? Why? I just need the toilet. You're so rude. Don't hold it in. God. What if I can't? You're going to have to try, young man. Fuck <laughs> you. Oh, baby, I need the toilet. You know, we're recording. Oh, drank that lager beer too quickly. I did, yeah. Right. I went to... Thanks, mate. That's had a kick off an anecdote, isn't it? Good. I went to a spa today. It's nice to give you hurdles. Yeah, because I find it too easy normally yes. to keep the thread of an anecdote going. Well, try harder. So I went to a spa today, which I believe is the same spa that you went to many moons ago. Check out the episode. It's called Spa Wars. Not too bad. Not too shabby. 
Dreadful. Awful, awful. Like you said, ex-Soviet. I mean, I remember you talking about it. Sorry, are we talking about the old podcast episode now or the, the spa? The spa. Okay. This one. Yeah. No, but I remember you talking. I remembered your description of the place as I was walking in, and it was like it's like when a book gets adapted to film, yeah. and it was just coming to life. I was like they captured it completely. Cinematic. Yeah. yeah. Like you walk in, and there's two massive. What I assume are going to be like flower beds, hmm. but there's just nothing. There's just no. two big troughs of soil. Yep. Sort of flickering light <laughs> going yep. through, and then it's it's a like a sort of, spewing out gout. Yeah, like this big in, indoor greenhouse and mm. it looks like a pool it looks like a rubbish animals bit of the zoo that no one really cares about enough to clean yeah like it looks like, it looks like if there's been like some sort of gorilla flu at a zoo that just wiped out the entire population yeah of and they the haven't they haven't so all the staff have had to abandon everything's been desolate yeah. and they just haven't years. decided yet to what to put in there and so they didn't they turn the water off on the fountain before they left no yeah so yeah, you get anything. Okay, this is um, lovely. I feel relaxed already. <laughs> <laughs> it just screams, "Come and have a good time!" Oh, it doesn't does, it? doesn't it? Yeah. And then you walk in, and it's it's not quite got the spa vibe. It's more like a sort of uh, poor town's leisure centre. Yes. So you just sort of walk and queue, and there's people just going to the gym. Mm. Which uh, I don't know about you, Jack, but if I was making a business, I wouldn't have a spa. And the changing rooms for the spa, either side of like a Yobbo's gym, where you sort of have to go through people with like Mike Tyson tattoos on their face in your lovely dressing gown. Yes, but imagine yourself as Duncan Bannertine, and I think you we can't say that it's libelous. That you would do that. <laughs> it's it's probably libelous to accurately describe his spa. Yeah, probably. So we never would. No. Uh, yeah, so we got there. I actually, it's funny enough you say that. I looked at the TripAdvisor reviews before we went. I was going to do that. And all of those people have since been killed. Have they? Yeah, Good. so. <laughs> don't leave a TripAdvisor review. So, we got our towels and dressing gowns when we got there, and we walked into the change rooms. Had to split off uh, men's and ladies. Shame, innit? I know. Why can't we Why all can't just, we get just get along? Oh, they all want equality until I'm, until <laughs> I'm standing the around room. with my knob out. Oh. Speaking of knobs out, uh, walked into the bloke's room, pushed the door, just see a knob instantly, yeah. like attached to a bloke who was okay, uh, good, which was a blessed relief, and not just to the wall. <laughs> it wasn't just a picture. Uh, so there's a bloke just just with his knob, just sort of hanging there, uh, flaccid. Thank God, thank sm- God. A small relief, and he's just rummaging through his locker. I thought, okay, I'll get the vibe in it. So I had to uh, rummage. If he's rummaging through the locker, how can you see his knob? It was well. <laughs> I don't want to. I mean, uh, yeah, he cut quite the silhouette. Um, well, not like look. I mean, him. I only glanced, but it was like burnt into my retinas. Like glancing at a horse. <laughs> sure. right at the end of a horse. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, well, I was thinking, okay, I was sort of uh, getting a bit nervous, but I but then I'm always nervous, so it was True. just normal, just neutral. Uh, I'd be more worried if I was fine. Actually, yeah. I think. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Feeling very much at home. Yeah. I mean, around all those naked men. Yeah. <laughs> so I was trying to find imagine that you actually found your solace <laughs> oh hello a quantum of it so I got in there's no cubicles obviously because why would there be um, apparently the women's has cubicles to understand that 
sexist. Even though they're fine with it. Fine with what, exactly? Fine with, you know, the whole... Anyway, oh, yes, uh, I was on. trying to find, like, just the darkest sort of alcove where I could hide myself. But eventually I just thought, fine, Might, I'm not just a... An awful lot I need to hide. <laughs> no, sure, really. but in your room still. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, all right. I just took out a £5 note. <laughs> a five? <laughs> yeah, one the new ones. Oh, a £2 coin. <laughs> oh. Um... Okay, 50p. <laughs> so I just thought, you know what? I'm gonna. No one's going to be looking. I won't make a scene. I'll just... I'll well just, done. I'll just get on with it. Yeah, like a big boy. Yeah. Uh, just pull my jeans down, quick as you like. Uh, all the change falls out of my pocket. So Why do you it. carry change in your jean pocket? How what are you talking are you? about, Willis? What do you, where That's do you carry That's a very yours? bad thing to do. Is it? What, carry wallet? change? In your wallet? I don't carry that much change. I don't have You're a purse, just in my wallet. I don't care what you do in your zip-up wallet, in your Velcro wallet, purse. in your <laughs> billabong you wallet. It just, it just goes in this little coin bit in my... Look at that, billabong. <laughs> Jack, go... Jack is trying to show off now. Those are actually one-pence pieces he, he didn't that have gone the, out of rotation. You didn't hear the Velcro. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's on a chain attached to his trousers. <laughs> did you ever have that? No. I bet you did. No, I've only ever had a leather wallet. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a coin bit because I'm not a girl pants or a Nancy. Uh, you carry change in your pocket and that makes you cool, does it? Yeah, and that, that makes me cool. Unless, of course, if we can return to the story, I'm trying to hide my modesty. Uh, and, uh, Very modest. <laughs> and uh, all, all, my co- all my coins rattle, hit the ground. All the sound ping-ponging off the low ceilings. I thought, okay, I was looking at me. But I thought, you know what, I'm... I've, I've started, so I'll finish. Pound coin falls under a man's towel, and you think, well, am I not going to go down again? <laughs> That's an hour's wage. <laughs> uh, and I just thought, no, you know what, I'm halfway there. Just grab my, Star, w- grab my Star Wars boxes, boom, get them down as well. Come off. What? Uh, don't think I didn't regret <laughs> my choice of boxes when I realised. Uh, and then, so I'd, I had my boxes off. I thought, okay, where are my swimming trunks? Trunks. Uh, so I look, what? Trunks? Swimming shorts, surely. They're called swimming shorts. Speedos. Try, they weren't speedos, they were yeah. short. They were man's shorts. Boys extra large. <laughs> <laughs> well, large. Boys. <laughs> uh, so I look round for my uh, swimming trunks, and lo and behold, they're not there. Uh, it turns out they were still in my Kamala Weiss bag. So I thought, oh, okay, good. So instantly just... Supreme Leader Snoke comes straight back up, uh, <laughs> hiding uh, Yoda. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and so the shriveled. <laughs> all shriveled. Been and, in the shower. Shriveled and tiny, and um, green. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you haven't been checked, yet, have you? <laughs> they won't touch it. They won't touch me, mate. They won't. or they can't. <laughs> And so I thought, okay, that's fine. I'll just call her and say, just meet me outside and I'll get, get me trunks. Uh, look down at my phone. No signal. So obviously then, you know, like any, any Englishman, I just have a small to medium panic attack. Mm-hmm. Thinking, I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, so then uh, I exited the changing rooms and I was in the gym. My girlfriend didn't come out of the changing room for a long time. So I spent half an hour just sort of wandering around through the gym, back up to the entrance, and back again, sort of looking at my phone, pretending like it was normal. Um, and then, just I was about to ask them to put an announcement over the tannoy, saying I'd lost my common law wife. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sort of in tears. 
It's a very upset little boy. Perception. He's wearing Star Wars pants. <laughs> yeah. My common wife turned up. She goes, Oh, where the hell have you been? Blah, blah, blah. Recriminations. Uh, yeah. And we laughed about it. Uh, so I eventually got my trunks, went back to the change rooms. Although I had a little bit of a revelation this time. I went back in and there was a man doing, you'll know the method, oldest time. He had the towel round his waist and then took his yes. underwear off. Yeah, like on the beach, then, yeah. Yeah, and I studied him for quite a while and then I realised, well, I can do that because I didn't think we were allowed to do that. I thought it was like a, what fannies do. And I thought I'd get laughed <laughs> well, at more is, for doing yeah. that. Well, sure. But, um, so I just thought I'd do that. I think did that. She's got the trunks on. No incidents, you know, wow. apart from the sort of forty-five minutes beforehand. It was just clean, <laughs> a clean change into my swimming trunks. Uh, yeah, and then I went for the old, uh, the old massage. Uh, turns out I'd ordered a deep tissue massage, which is weird because I don't remember asking for that, and my common-law wife filled out the forms, so I'm assuming that was ticked on my behalf. Yeah, and then we had the massage, which was, you know... Relaxing. Fine. I'm Not right. really. I'd never, ever really relaxed when a stranger's touching me uh, intimately. Got on the thing, and they go, oh, when you're... We'll just take a moment to relax. We'll come back in the door when you're ready to get massage. I didn't know what to do. Have you ever felt relaxed when someone you know is touching you? No, I've never felt relaxed. No, there you go. Uh, so I came in, the woman sort of... I had my head in the hole. The, what do they call it? The hole. Glory hole. Yes, <laughs> that's that's it. Yeah, yeah that's and, what that's for. <laughs> I think you were lying the wrong way round, though. Um, <laughs> my face is really pressed up against this bed, but my genitals are free as you like. <laughs> this massage oil is desperately salty. Uh, uh, that's disgusting. That is rancid. Apologise for that. Never, never, ever. I've never apologised for being myself. <laughs> so yeah, that's so being touched annoyed you. Yeah, I didn't even know. Two women annoyed you there. Yes. Might I point out? Yes, and one gentleman's knob. Did that? Uh, the knob annoyed you. Well, it did annoy me. Well, it was. No, it's not really the knob's fault, but it was more <laughs> the owner of the knob. The keeper. The length of the knob. <laughs> that didn't annoy me. I mean, the it's girl. just you know, it's just a gamble, isn't it? He's not. <laughs> and uh, that's uh, things that annoy me. So. <laughs> Why has this annoyed me so much this week? Right, should we have some music and then uh, a lovely bit of yarrow? No. Good. Okay, so you're listening to Radio Vista. No, please. Tom and Jack. Uh, this is Alicia Keats by Jamie T. And it's actually quite interesting because this is the demo version and not actually the album version. I think you're really going to like it, Jack. Here it is. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Well, that was Jamie T. Um, should we do yarrow? Yes, would you like a lovely little bit of spooky yarrow? Yeah. Yeah? Come on, enthusiasm. Well, I did just say, should we do yeah? I'm oh, shutting man. your butt down. For sake, man, you're amateur. You are a rude, thoughtless little pig. You alright? This is the part of the show where we take a look at someone in the public eye and decide whether they're yeah right or indeed not yeah right, yeah right. Good. So, you know, Jack, but maybe the listeners might not know some of our new listeners in Russia this week. So, um, hello. In Russia. Good evening, comrades. Yeah, and or Canada. So hello or Howdy. bonjour. Ah, we. Oui. Yeah. Uh, uh, so Maple. we we love a look at the spooky, spooky world of the paranormal, and uh, this week we visit 
British TV show this morning. To As see. we often do. Well, yeah, of course. Less since I've, I've been employed, but not never. So this is a clip from last week where hosts Philip Schofield and Holly Willoughby were joined by a paranormal collector called Neil Packer, and uh, he brought in some of his prized uh, haunted antique collection with some spooky results. <laughs> so uh, in this first clip, they discuss how... <laughs> oh, and Neil came to be interested in the science of the spooky wookie. The science? Yeah. You were a teenager when you had your first paranormal experience. Yes, I was. What happened? Um, I was out camping and I saw, I went outside the tent, middle of the night, and I saw a lady floating down the fields in a, a white flowing dress. Um, that scared me, obviously. And she was quite a well-known ghost at the time. Uh, yeah, I found she? out later on, a few years later, she's a well-known spirit of the village. Right, wow. Did she have a name? No, but she, uh, I've not found that out. But she committed suicide as, after she was jilted at the at the uh, altar. Okay. And um, and as as far as your collection is concerned, when did when did you start collecting? What was the first thing you collected? Um, I started collecting about a year ago. Uh, the first thing I had was the the World War Two gas mask at the back. Mm. Um, I get most of my items from uh, an antique centre near Stratford upon Avon, uh, and Phil, the owner, he looks for items for me. He he knows what I'm. Well, like, the thing is, if you, you look at that, that's interesting for a collection. That yeah. is a, it's a piece of history. Yeah. But, but who's to say it's haunted? Does your antiques man say, oh, I'll tell you what, no. you want to have this because it scared the life out of us last night? No, what we do, I, I believe we've all got spirit guides and they're guiding us. Now my spirit guide, that happens to be my grandma, she's guiding me to items so we can go to an antique, antique centre or, or even a car boot sale. And voices in my head say, go to that store, there's something of interest. Happens to be my grandma. Yeah. Do you remember in the good old days when they wouldn't let anyone anywhere near television if they said they heard voices in their head and obeyed them? No. You don't? No, but I grew up in the 90s. True enough. So, yeah, this is Neil. His first uh, spooky experience was when he was camping and he saw a woman floating in a white dress. It turned out it's the well-known village ghost. Who was jilted at the altar and then took her own life. So it's all fairly self-explanatory so far from Neil. Nothing really to query, I don't think. Well, no, no. He seems like a pretty bread and butter thus far. Yeah, I mean, we've had some... Uh, not nutters. Um, psychic medium people in the past. Uh, I don't know if you remember Kev the Witch. Yes. But he certainly comes across <laughs> initially as slightly more sane than Kev the Witch. But um, I think he's a salt of the earth bloke. Yeah, just See what he's got to say. He's trying to make an honest living. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I can't imagine he's taken any money to go on this morning. I should have thought so. No, of course not. It's just spread the good word of yeah. um, the Lucifer. <laughs> the good word of Charles Manson. Oh, don't. Um, what do you mean don't? Well, take Manson in vain. Don't bring him up. What, nasty, whatever. nasty man. Huh. Me or him? <laughs> Both. Both. Equally Both as nasty equally. as the other. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> truly nasty. So that's a nasty a, bit of work. <laughs> Can we listen to Howard Skelter? Yeah. That was a brief introduction to uh, Neil, and now he's going to uh, talk us through some of his prized possessions, which include a couple of spooky chairs. OK, well, you brought some things of interest with you today. We've got the rocking chair next to you. So who... This this is a haunted rocking chair, you believe? This is a haunted rocking chair by an old lady. Um, it's Victorian. She she passed through Alzheimer's or some disease like that. In Victorian times? Yes. 
she was she's still with her chair. She's confused as to why the chair's not in her home. So is it is it is it haunted to sit on or? Uh, it's okay to sit on. It does rock on its own. Uh, we have seen it rock on its own. So do, do any of these items that you've had have effects on people that go near them or, or, uh, or are, uh, if, if they were walking past them? Yeah. Um, the wheelchair has effects on people, which I'm hoping you'll sit on in a bit, Philip. So this wheelchair, this, this <laughs> is haunted by ghosts of hundreds of wounded servicemen. So yeah. where did you find this? That's from the Antique Centre. Um, right, OK. And what was it, what, what's its history, what's its story? It's from a rehabilitation hospital during the war. Uh, so, obviously, hundreds, possibly hundreds of soldiers with different illnesses. I sat in it and it felt like my left leg had been amputated. Oh, oh really? Uh, different people... Oh, you're going to go for it then, are well, you? Well, no, I'm not scared of any of this stuff. But, I mean, I, I, I sort of happily sit in this, very mindful of the respect and history of the chair. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, How do you feel? I feel like... No, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> don't be annoying. Perfectly normal. Really? Yeah, absolutely. No don't. twinges in your leg? I have no I have no twinges, I have no uh, I have absolutely nothing going on here what whatsoever. <laughs> nothing. Don't even joke, it's no, not no, funny. No, no, but uh, so people do feel an effect, do they? Yeah, it does take time. How long? Uh, depends on, on That's your because person. their legs have gone numb sitting in an uncomfortable <laughs> chair. We we did uh, a lady came to the centre last weekend and she had a thermal camera. And her son sat in it, and the whole of his body was red, yeah. apart from his legs, which well, were blue. Like, really? That's it for me. I mean, I'm uh, convinced. Yeah. Uh, so there's <laughs> plenty to dissect there from... Uh... He's wearing a coat and shorts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Weirdly enough, he didn't have any legs. Um... Oh, his legs wouldn't be blue then, <laughs> would they? Right. Um, so, first up, we had a rocking chair which had a, uh, the ghost of a dead lady in it who uh, somehow managed to die from Alzheimer's, which I, I don't know how that's worked. I'm not entirely sure how that works. I don't know if she forgot to eat or something, maybe, and then starved to death. Uh, and that's a joke, is it? No. And she's also com he also said she's confused as to why the chair isn't in her home. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's probably pretty confusing being a ghost at the best of times. But why was the chair out the front of the house? <laughs> no, if you've also got by a trail of urine. <laughs> so that's not out of order. I didn't say it was. It? <laughs> um, I made no bones about it. So um, that was old. Um, what's her name? The forgetful ghost. Uh, there's also a wheelchair that has uh, hundreds of soldiers in it, which is that's quite impressive. That is quite impressive. Uh, as Schofield points out, you might have heard, uh, um, it's an uncomfortable chair. So that Neil says uh, his leg went numb at one point. That's actually because it's uh, it's got footrest that means your knees are the same level as your eyes. <laughs> so I think that's my thing to do with why it's gone numb and oh. the spookness and. Gosh. <laughs> what a pretty spooky, pretty spooky pretty goings spooky. on. You sit in a chair for as long as you like, and you go numb. Who are you going to call? <laughs> a paramedic. Uh, so I mean, I mean, if you need any more proof, Neil's got some more. Because uh, next up, we've got a voodoo doll, which already that's making me think of. You know, that's giving me shivers. Right down to me timbers. Oh, really? And this is, a, is this the doll? That is a voodoo doll. That that does make people feel ill. Um, it was in three team members' house, and they all became ill. And I took over, it, over what period of time? 
over days. Really? Um, I took it into work, left it at the back of my office without work knowing, which they probably will do now. Uh, and three guys were off sick that week. That's that's why the it's the only item that's containing glass. And does the glass stop that coming out then? Yeah, it's also surrounded by Himalayan salt, so that sort of contains the spirit in there. How much wow. of... How, if you look at these items, they're all sort of Victorian, <coughs> World War Two. What, what's, the, what's the age of this? That's, that's a Victorian doctor's bag. It always, it always strikes me as being amazing that it's like Victorian and... It's old stuff that's yeah. haunted. I mean, how come in your collection you haven't got a toaster from someone who got electrocuted by it? I mean, are modern uh, things haunted? Modern things could, yeah. You never I, see a modern ghost? No, no. Why well, don't I you see modern ghosts? Um, you do sometimes. I think if you go to a haunted location, you know, if it's a modern house and someone died there in modern times, it would be a modern yeah, house. Yeah, but it's, always, it's a modern house that was built, oh, it was a Victorian graveyard. Yeah. It always seems to go back. It always to, seems to be going back, yeah. There's no sort of sp spooky person no, well, coming I, we've, through. We've had um, a lad who, who passed in the 60s and 70s coming through before, so it's not always... How long do you reckon it takes? It takes time for them to be it takes adjusted. Well, from the moment of your passing to, to your ability coming. to become a ghost. Oh, yeah, right. it takes time to them, for them to adjust. Yeah, yeah. And that's why it's not a person who died yesterday, because they, they've got to adjust. Yeah, Can you be more specific there? Adjust no, to what? Well, you don't want to bore people with the technicalities of it. You know what I mean, I do a technical job, so I'm not going to bore people with the ins and outs of it. Just well, give an overview. He obviously knows what's going on. I mean, in fairness to Perhaps him... Perhaps I should be more trusting. I mean, he's talking about tortured souls, but uh, as he said, there was a lad who passed in the 60s and the 70s. I mean, that would take it out of anyone. I mean, That's a slow and painful death. Uh, so there's a doll that makes people ill whenever they come in contact with it, so I don't know. I'm assuming it's stuff with asbestos, <laughs> which would be, I mean, the simplest explanation. Or do you remember that episode of The Simpsons where the juicers come from, I think it's Japan, Oh yeah, and they've got a flu in them? Um, yeah, yeah, so it's probably just that. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Are you creeped out yet? Maybe the doll's set to evil. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know and that. <laughs> no, uh, I'm not creeped out at all. It's ridiculous. <laughs> well, don't write it off out of hand. Come on, mate. Well, maybe I need to see it in person. Uh, I, I, I quite like Neil. It's, it's worth looking up this clip because he just... He's not quite like the spooky wooky people we've had on before. He is just sort of stood there in a... In a polo shirt, and he looks just like a slightly bewildered B and Q worker or something, just ex <laughs> explaining a range to a couple. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, and now they're going to uh, round up by talking about something inexplicably spooky that happened overnight at the This Morning Studios when the creepy stuff was already there. Yeah, right. You, um, we, had, uh, we had a setup last night in the studio, didn't we? We um, did. And, uh, oh yeah. And uh, and we recorded all all night. Uh, this is this is this this is this studio. This is at three o'clock in the morning, twenty to four actually. Amazingly, at three forty-one, it all went black. No one was in here. And it never came back? And it never came back. So why would that happen then? Um, that's really interesting, because I actually asked the spirits to affect something. Did you? Yes. When I, when I brought my stuff in yesterday, I asked the spirits to affect something. I was hoping it would be live on air, but... Yeah. But, well, but I'm, obviously I'm glad it was, it's not. It appears something happened last and we, night. We got the security guy who walks around the building, and he promised that he didn't turn the lights off at 3.41. Um, um, where, is your, uh, where is your exhibition? It's in Hinkley in Leicestershire. 
So, and you so. welcome everybody, anyone that's got a natural interest that's also sceptics. If they come in and they want to ask questions, yeah, they want to go, everyone, what a load of rubbish, welcome them too. Yeah, everyone's welcome. They can come and hold the, the items. Mm. Uh, they can come and sit in the, on the, in the chairs. So everyone's welcome. I don't know, maybe if you're, if you're talking blabbering crap. <laughs> I mean, well, I was sceptical before, but you tell me how a light could go off. With a security guard walking I know. around. Yeah. yeah, so that that was new, and he invites anyone to the uh, Haunted Antiques Paranormal Research Centre in Leicester. Do you fancy it? little road trip, maybe? I do, actually. Yeah? Research centre. Like I know. A lab. But I decided to look at their Facebook page, and it's, it's nowhere near as mad as Kev the Witch, unfortunately, and it was... Um, it, it was however marked as a charity which uh, I find uh, disgusting yes <laughs> yeah. funding that I know and it was all it was all five star reviews apart from there was one four star review which was just a picture of a dog <laughs> <laughs> I don't really I don't know why just four stars no comments just dog okay thanks for that uh, uh, oh dear I mean it's up to you Joe. I don't I think we need a jingle for separate spookiness, I think, because it's not quite well, yeah right, really, is it? No. Well, in a way well, it is. I mean, having said that, let's hear the jingle. He's um, Neil, what's his name? Yeah, right or not? Yeah, right. I'm oh, shutting man. your butt down. For f- sake, man, you're amateur. You are a wound, thoughtless little pig. Yeah, right. Right, should we have some more music? Nah. Yes, that was uh, uh, that. Not that was. That uh, was Sting. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, Total Life Forever by the Falls on Radio Bista. Bista's only alternative. That was Falls with the Live Forever. Uh, <laughs> don't just like them off, forever. mate. It's a good album, there. Oh, I can't stand. I hate Falls. You don't like them. I do you know. What? I've always tried to be on the fence about them. I've always tried to give them the benefit of the doubt and go. Actually, you know, maybe they are quite good. I just that bloke's face. I want to just murder him in his sleep. I hate his face. That was the so album. Much. And he's got these ridiculous stumpy arms. He looks like a joke, and I hate him. There you go. Strong musical opinions on the Tom and Jack podcast. And he talks about Eagles' dreams. I was just about to say that that was the album um, Total Life Forever when he said we were trying to recreate the sound of the dream of an eagle dying. Yeah. Which we just lifted. Thought we'll never write anything stupid as that. Just lifted it straight out, put it in our award-worthy short film. Japanese House of Cards is still available. There we go. You can also listen to the podcast where we talk about it. Good one. Shall we wrap this up? Yeah, sure, we can wrap it up, but um, first of all, we need a little bit of classical music. This is a piece of classical music that, um, yeah. <laughs> now, this is the part of the show where we play a lovely piece of classical music. Don't sigh. Uh, now, I'm just going to qualify this by saying I'm not pandering to our ever growing Japanese audience here. I actually like this song. Go on. And I liked it long before. So this week's classical music is from Takashi Yoshimatsu. Uh, Takashi's work is generally triadic and contains simple repeated progressions, or in some cases, pandiatonicism. Yeah. Um, yeah you told me that before. Yeah, I know. Well, I was going on about it, but not on air. So <laughs> So this is a, this is a bloody good uh, piano concerto. It's a bloody good. <laughs> you, won't, you won't believe it. Uh, called uh, uh, Memo Flora. 
I think you're going oh, to enjoy yeah, it. Oh, yeah, I do know this. This is one I beat a Club Bangers 2013, I think. Yeah. Don't mock him, Takashi Yoshimatsu. <laughs> yeah, I'm going for a piss. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>